This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Harrison County Development Commission. Through their C-Force training program, they provide high school students an internship in career fields of their choice. This allows the student to see if that career is right for them, and it also provides work experience that they can list on their resume. The Harrison County Development Commission also focuses on keeping retired military personnel right here on the Gulf Coast by connecting them with companies looking for skilled workers. You can visit them on their website at mississippicoast.org or like them on their Facebook page. Now let's jump into the episode. What's up, everybody? It's the Brown Warner Banter Podcast. I am Jared Seymour, and I am here today with Brandy from Mississippi Roots, LLC. Brandy, uh, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on today. Good, kind of good. a Thanks. cloudy day today. That's right. I think we're about to get some bad weather here in a little while. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I was watching the WLOX, so we'll see. Um, Thanks for taking the time uh, to join us here this morning through Zoom. Um, and let's tell people that may not have heard of you before what Mississippi uh, Roots LLC is all about. Okay. So my main objective is to help families liquidate goods after a loved one has passed away. So I handle estate sale liquidation and estate sale planning. So to help families get through a difficult time after someone's left uh, all of their content. And that's something that a lot of people don't think about after someone's passed away is basically what to do with uh, the contents of what they've left behind. Yeah, that that could be a a pretty daunting task, especially if you're not, you know, you're dealing with the death of a loved one. And then you have all this, like you're saying, like a house full of goods, right? That you got to do something with, right? Mm -hmm. A lot Um, of my clients do not live here anymore. They've, uh, they're, their parents still live here and then they've moved away. So another problem that they have is trying to uh, liquidate things quickly so they can go back home and have, you know, and get back to their lives and close that chapter because that's a lot of baggage for someone. Right, right, right. So how do they, <clears throat> when they hear about you, they get in touch with you and then how does that process work, you know, from start to finish? So basically, I actually had somebody call me yesterday. They were um, leaving the funeral and they just didn't know where to start. And they only have four days to be here. They're from Ohio. And I kind of went through the process of what you want to, what your first steps that you want to do as far as contents. And that is to start pulling the items that you want that are personal to you. And uh, you want to, get rid of any medication prescriptions and you want to get rid of all non-perishable or all the perishable items like um, food and uh, anything that's uh, in the refrigerators. You want to clean that out. And then, then you want to start the process of the home and there's things to, to be thinking about. Do you want to sell the house? Um, Are you going to want to keep, the refrigerator with the house or washing machine and dryer. So there's steps that I talk the family through before I even have a job, before I even get a client. I'm like, these are some things to help you because a lot of people get into these homes and they're overwhelmed because it's not their house. They, you know, and so there's things everywhere and they just don't know where to start. So I help with a little checklist of what to do. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like you say, when someone just passed away too, that's kind of a vulnerable time, right? You're maybe not even thinking all the way straight. And also I'm not even thinking about it from what you're saying, the perspective of somebody who may only be in town for three or four days, that would make it even, even that much more difficult of a situation. It it really is. And my, my rule of thumb is a lot of people let the home sit um, I've had clients where I come into the home and it's been two years after someone's passed away. And unfortunately, when things sit and you don't turn off the electricity, don't turn off the water um, because uh, rodents come in when, you know, someone's not present. Um, they don't have animals anymore to keep all that gone. Um, and the family lets the house really go. Well, when you do that, the contents in the house is almost not worth anything because mold has set in. Mm-hmm. Um, South Mississippi, we mold grows on everything and anything, especially if you turn off the electricity inside a home or don't have some kind of air circulating. Uh, I always tell them, I'm like, that's the first thing. Do not turn anything off. Because um, when we come in, we've had them turn the water back on because we need to clean things and water pipes bust because things haven't been running for a while. So you'll have more damage in the end because you don't want to close that chapter. It's always better to go ahead and take care of it so you can close that chapter and move on. Yeah. Yeah, that makes makes a lot of sense. You definitely down here with the weather that we have, especially in the summertime, you need that climate controlled stuff for all those contents of that home. That makes a lot of sense. Um, how did you, how did you get started in a business like this? Like what's your background? Um, I have been a push and pull to every flea market thrift store my entire life. My mother uh, used to set up on Minj Avenue and uh, always been a wheeler and dealer hustler. And I have um, tried to fight that side of me and even got a bachelor's degree in business thinking I was going to go corporate and work and just it's in my blood and I can almost look at something and tell you that is old that is something without even doing research on anything I just I can it's just been instilled in me now all these years and I did my first estate sale a few years ago with a friend and it was, we moved a eight bedroom plantation home into a three bedroom house for a gentleman. And he had a whole bunch of stuff that just wouldn't fit in his house. And so I just decided to start selling his things that he didn't need and really fell in love with the idea. I had an antique store at that time, but the thought of going somewhere different every two or three weeks into a new home, into a new town, into a new space, and then liquidate those goods and move on. Uh, I, I like that. I'm a little bit of a free bird. So I like to, I just like to go. And, nice. And it, it reminds Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the uh, kind of the show American Pickers. I know they're not necessarily liquidating estates, but they're going through all, you know, people's stuff and they kind of have to know what's what. Right. So you you kind of got a little you got that uh, background in you that you can look at a a big you know room full of things and kind of know, okay, that's worth some money. I know that. Absolutely. Yes. We actually me and my dad quite a few years ago, the American Pickers had a spinoff television series they were going to do. We went to the shed barbecue and we auditioned for that show. It was just basically 
they were going to do the South and you go into a barn and you have to pull out things. Uh, and, and whoever pulls out the things that were worth the most money, I think that was the spinoff wins. Um, it never took off, but that was fun to audition for that. And nice. of course we had to, you know, show credentials of why we are, uh, who we are and what we can do and what we know. So that was fun. Nice. What, uh, what, what's like one of the most, you know, interesting things or, or most, you know, rare or valuable things that you, you've came across? Um, well, everything, it, value is what a person will, is willing to spend on something. So it's hard to just justify what your value is with someone else. But my favorite story is uh, recently um, there was a box and it said Aunt Trudy on it. And I was opening it up because, of course, you can't believe what's actually written on a box, what, you know, what's inside there. And I was opening it up and on the top it had some photographs. And I'm like, okay, this belongs back to the family because I'm very big on karma. I don't keep photographs. I don't keep things that are engraved. Um, plus rings go back to families. Anything that I kind of touch and have, you know, just like a moment with it, I'm like, okay, that goes back to the family. So I was going through this box. I'm like, all right, this is a family box, but I still got to go through it. And at the bottom was a, a bag, and I have never seen ashes before, and I was digging all up in Aunt Trudy's ashes. So oh, <laughs> kind of the no. running story of any time I find anything like that, I'm like, oh, no, it's Aunt Trudy. So, yeah, yes, that's we, uh, <laughs> the perils of, be, of being an estate salesperson, right? Yes, you, you do come across a lot of things. You come across teeth all the time, uh, false teeth, real teeth, baby teeth. Uh, it's just, and now it's kind of a, a, a tally of, we make sure each estate sale has, did you find teeth this time? All right, we're going to have a good sale. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a scavenger hunt of all the, all the things that, you know, you may come across. Yes. Because we go through everything. We go through all the drawers. Um, some of the dressers and stuff has secret drawers and I have kind of learned to make sure to push on everything and pull everything out. And you'll find, uh, where grandma was definitely, uh, she, she had a good time sometimes with some of the things you find in her, in her dressers. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a different angle there. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> What is, um, what, what, how do you, uh, what's your favorite way of selling things? Like what formats do you use? I'm assuming a lot of it's going to be online, right? Well, right now I've just started doing online sales. I have never, ever, ever did online sales. Um, just because the way we work in my team, we go into a house and we have about two to three weeks from start to finish to liquidate. So it's not a whole lot of time and I can't sit on it because a, a family's ready to sell that home or move on or whatever. So we don't have a whole lot of time. So about two weeks and to stage a home, it's a lot because you're pulling everything out of the, uh, everything out of the dressers, everything out of the cabinets, and you're pulling it all out and pulling everything out of the garages and you've got to set it up and you got to make sure it's safe for your customers. Um, you just can't put it everywhere and you got to tag it. So you got to price it and figure out how much it is. And if some things need to be cleaned or, you know, special, special looked at or appraised, all that goes into that. And then you got to have a sale. 
my sales are typically only two days, a Saturday and a Sunday. First day, we're firm. We invite the public out. The price is what the price is. And the second day is I call make a deal day. So whatever doesn't sell the first day, you can, you know, it, it depends if I put a percentage off or just make an offer because these items have to go. Um, but we don't want to give them away. I kind of fall on that line of who my actual uh, customer and client is because I, I have to make sure I respect the client. This is their inheritance. This is, you know, this is their things. But then I have a customer, and to them, it's just stuff. So they're coming in to buy it. So you have to make sure you present it as, you know, this is an inheritance and the way it looks and present it well. And that's a, that's a hard part is yeah. trying to justify to the customer, yes, this is worth what, you know, I have on it. And I price everything to our market because we are South Mississippi. Mm -hmm. If we were in Los Angeles or somewhere, you know, with high income rates, we would be able to get a lot more for furniture and stuff, but it just, it is what it is for us here. That's right. That's right. And, but you have done, you said you are doing some online sales, like through Facebook marketplace, I'm assuming. Is it something like that? Yes. So okay. the way I was doing it was typically doing, inviting the public out for a two day sale. But recently because of everything that's been going on, um, we brought seven storage units from a client who her mother passed away. She had been um, having storage units for 10, 15 years and we brought it to a warehouse and I've been doing online sales and a lot of it is it's not so much like putting it on eBay or putting on Etsy. I've actually been using my Facebook as a platform to sell and it's been going great. And I just list an item. I put a price, I put a price, a number on it and you know, you either want it or you don't. And if you want it, then we do, you know, a PayPal or a, a square invoice. And then people can do a non-contact or curbside pickup where I'll just put it outside once it's paid. You tell me what time you're coming by and swing by and get it. And that's them working good. So um, the uh, the storage building gives you a little more flexibility on time. Is that what I'm hearing? You know, yes, just a little bit more. Um, I, can, I can go a little bit slower pace on individually putting things out. Um, I wish I could sit on it more and put it out there in the world to Etsy and eBay, but you know, this, this client is expecting, you know, it to get done at a, at a quickly time frame. So we have to liquidate the goods quicker than what I could, if I could sit on it for Etsy or eBay or another platform like that, I would love to, but we just, time is not on our side when we're working on that. That's right. And so if I'm a potential, uh, if I want to work with you, right, if I have an estate uh, that I would like to liquidate, how does that look as far as cost for me? Like how do we, what's the fee associated with you working and, and helping me liquidate it? Gotcha. There, I do not have a upfront cost or fee. So if you don't make money, I don't make money. Everything's commission based um, as far as liquidating the goods. So a percentage of the the net sales. Now, if you need, let's say someone was a hoarder uh, and you need a rollaway dumpster because there's a lot of garbage, then I have my client rent a dumpster. 
or if um, the house needs to be cleaned for uh, to be sold, then I'll help set them up with someone to do a house cleaning afterwards. So we do have a kind of a la carte. So I start off with a certain percentage and that always is going to be that way. But if you need extra services, I can provide, I can help provide those for you. Um, usually, I like that. Though. Like you say, it's not, it's not necessarily an upfront cost, right? It's a, it's a, right. it's a commission-based thing. So that, that's, that's easier right. for people. Yes. And that's a good peace of mind because after, especially after someone's passed away, you've paid so much to the funeral home, you've paid so mm -hmm. much for other services and things. And, you know, you've got somebody coming in and now you're kind of talking about another side of your inheritance. And that's something that, you know, I, I respect, you know, the home is an inheritance or the items. So we, we go in and we try to, you know, respect everything and there's no upfront cost or fees. I, I pay for my own advertisement. Um, everything like that comes out of the commission. Nice. That's good. That's good to know. I think that's uh, I like what you're doing. That's a, it's a really cool service. Um, you know, like we say, kind of a bad time in someone's life potentially, but you know, it happens right. and, you, and you can make well, that we, transition easier. Right. Right. We, we've done moving cells where people uh, move their loved ones into an assistant living or, or even a retirement home and I'll come in and liquidate the goods. So it's not always someone passing away, but I would say 80% of our clients are, the, are someone who's passed away or moved on. So it, I'm pretty flexible on, on how, but the home does have to be empty and not occupied. Um, I tried to do that one time and had the gentleman try to make coffee while I was there, butt naked. So we don't do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, I can respect that. That's uh, yeah. That's so no nice. more living in home estate sales. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good rule. That's a good rule. That's a good rule. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we just try to respect uh, everybody and, and what they're going through. Um, I kind of play a, um, not, not what psychiatrists do, but I try to be sympathetic because, um, and I have a job to do. They hire me to do a job and I know that it's emotional. And so sometimes they have to detach themselves because it, at the end of the day, I do have a job. This is what you hired me to do. So that's hard too. So I have to, I have to play, I have to wear many hats yeah. um, <laughs> from start to finish. So, so Brandy, if people are uh, listening to this or watching this and they want to work with you, if they have an estate that they need to liquidate, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? I do have um, a Facebook page that's pretty popular. Uh, we do a lot of sales on there um, and it's Mississippi Roots LLC. Um, my phone number is 228-326-9962, and I do have a website, uh, and you can contact me any way, any way you can get to me. I will re I'll return the call to you and, and talk to you for, for free. Uh, I will talk your ear off on how to plan and figure out what, what your needs are, because every single client is different. Every single person needs different needs. Um, not everybody needs to sell their home or needs it clean or everybody's different or only has a week, you know, to sell or to get everything out. I've had that before where the home sold quicker than uh, expected and they need to liquidate items in a week. And I'm like, all right, what'd you get for a week though? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, look, Brainy, thank you so much again for taking the time out to, uh, to talk to me and, uh, People, go check her out if, if that's something that you have. You know, if you need to liquidate an estate, Brandy's the uh, the person to talk to. So go check her out. Hit her up on Facebook, Mississippi Roots LLC. Um, look her up, send her a message. Uh, Brandy, thank you so much for doing this through Zoom and uh, good luck to you. We'll talk to you Thanks. later. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Hey guys, I just wanted to jump in here at the end and say thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I hope everyone's doing well and staying safe. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to talk to us, man, drop us a comment. You can go to our Facebook page, at BrownWaterB on Instagram, at BrownWaterB on Twitter. Uh, let us know how you're doing. Let us know how you're entertaining yourself right now while there's nothing to do. Tag us in any of your photos. We'd love to know what you're up to. And until the next one, we'll see you then.